0: Yo, it is the real truth, man. I say podcast back for another week. Yeah, and it's DJ Rain checking in, man. Uh, but do me a favor, uh, don't count me out and don't count me up. I'm free balling, bitch. <laughs>
1: <Damn>. <laughs> woo woo,
0: coming in super hot.
1: Hey, we got some guests in the house today, man. <laughs> <bro. laughs> Go ahead, and introduce yourself.
2: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Lone Money Fig, you know, from the upstate South Carolina, Lawrence to be exact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lawrence
1: mm-hmm. County. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going so
0: we'll
2: to
1: be your choice. we're going to get to Lone Money Fig's song. Damn,
2: go ahead and introduce your song, man. This is my song, Gotta Be, um, produced by Imperial, you know, part of the bass guards. Hey, I think it's a banger. Ready.
0: Talk to us about what you just heard. Are
2: oh, you throwing into to Long Money right yeah, now? Yeah. Tell us not about going. You okay. You know my song gotta be. You know, hey, like I say, I'm working on this Twerk EP album, whatever. Hey, make them dance. They don't dance no more. So, yeah. you know that's what I'm trying to bring back the element of dance to to music, like. Cause when I grew up with the music, hey, we dance. We didn't just. You know You're, what I'm saying? me, mean, hey. on the wall. Right? Yeah, we tried to down cut some. So yeah.
0: that's okay. pretty much what it is. Yeah. Rain Man. Um, I noticed a few things about the song when I was listening to it. Like, it's a direct contrast from the first song I was listening to that I heard that got all good reviews. Like, it's, it's completely different from that. So that was, like, a positive. That was refreshing. Then, like, as a DJ... <clears throat> and like before we were rapping Like I've heard your music Before we never really Interacted as much On social media But I know I know who you are And I know your sound I like I like pretty much Everything I've heard Coming out of Lawrence I think there's a Thank real you. Good talent pool there As well as other spots In the upstate Like little hotbeds So uh, I noticed that This song was like An ode almost To the Shake That Monkey that two that short I heard that immediately. And as a DJ I know that song is in between ninety eight to hundred beeps per minute. So this is right at twerk tempo. This is optimum twerk sound. So I like the fact that it can be integrated in. Uh and if you can relate and you can get the women to, you know, to, to twerk, you know, you don't have to tell them shit else but the pop they pussy. And if they're interested in you saying it, it's a win. <laughs> uh so I would play the song, I would spin it. I would say I definitely like the other song more. Um I wouldn't say this is necessarily my favorite twerk song, but I would stamp it and I would play it. And I would see what it do because I felt, as a DJ, I felt like this is a good song. I must let it see what it do. And if the women love it, that just that's all that fucking matters. You feel me? Hello. So <laughs> that makes me more excited about the song now, because I know I got another little joint in my back pocket. Once I thought here it's just gonna activate pussy. So <laughs> I would still give it a play. I stamp no, the song. Pervert. Uh, No, man, I'm focused on my craft Nigga, you literally as a DJ need to go in that motherfucking And a motherfucking female will tell you that that, I mean, shit, I guess these women perverts too Like, motherfucker, if you don't make my pussy pop I came in this bitch because I want to pop and shake my motherfucking pussy I want to smack my bitches on the ass And you fucking up the vibe So I guess we all all some perverted motherfuckers in that bitch Because they will tell you So I just go in that bitch with that shit on my mind You feel me? So, uh, but yeah, man, I would play it and I'd stamp it as well. And I like the fact that you're diverse. So, yes, yeah, that's, that's good shit. Thank, you, thank, you, thank. You. Mm-hmm. Man, damn. How you feel about it?
1: Shit, man. I, I go back with Fig years, nigga. And damn, this nigga always had a different style. He didn't give a fuck about being different. So, that's this good. shit is very fitting for him. Uh, when I listen to it, nigga, I think about so much other marketing shit. Think about OnlyFans now. Now, you always I talking about how <coughs> like you might want to invest a few dollars to have. Can you imagine someone twerking to that shit on OnlyFans that's getting a lot of money? That's the song, um, that shit goes, that's the song whoa, whoa. Chuck T. hit me with the womp womp. That one? <laughs> no, the um, OnlyFans song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, okay. Yo, dang. but shit, man, I'm telling you, man, it's a market for that. You got that. Um... Hip hop hip hop aerobics is getting big though. Like for Ooh. women working out and shit, playing some shit like that at a hip hop aerobics, and you you know what I'm saying, you twerking and working out at the same time. So mm-hmm. I still bargain for I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with the shit, man.
0: Appreciate hey we gonna it. plug this phone up here for the live stream? Uh
1: yeah.
0: yeah shit, but continue.
1: But um, so yeah, we fuck with that shit. We going to get some more damn input from Long Money Fig. He gonna get in on some of these topics with us uh as I'm getting this set up. I want you to talk about this shit cuz I couldn't remember what the meme said, but you you said it was like uh well, nice. something about make black Black lives make America great again, or
0: something. The T shirt. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was like, "Oh shit, this nigga is banking on me to remember some shit we didn't fucking talked about." But I know exactly what you're referring to. Um, we were already talking about the fact that, and then you know I'm an asshole, and I say my my opinion directly because, you know, good or bad, you're gonna give a, a fuck about it or you won't. So I'm under my. I'm just gonna be true to myself and say I feel. Uh, I think black people are sensitive as fuck. Overly, you know, with a lot of shit that's going on right now Like, a lot of practical shit is now taken, like, too far out of context Like, like I've seen posts, we were talking about motherfuckers calling in You know, different companies, like, my bill is too high And then they're like, well, this, these charges are valid like, Bitch, but Black Lives Matter You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, your, this your fucking bill, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, so, I mean, in a lot of context, I think when you do that It makes somebody on the outside race devalue If they don't understand the meaning of it And you doing that shit The dumbass shit like that It takes away from their understanding From the true meaning of it And they don't have That that lessens their ability to understand that message Because now they see it in all of these Like false flag situations So I saw a white cat And he had this shirt that says uh, Black lives MAGA And like What happened is I immediately thought Huh that's that's cool shit. Like that's that's pretty positive. He's saying I want to order one. Not at all. You, speak for yourself, man. Fix your shit, man. Why don't you do this shit, man? I, man God it damn. It <laughs> I'm drinking fucking nasty ass shiraz, man. What the fuck? You're making me lose my train of thought. Jesus Christ, where was I? So I thought that I thought the shirt was like dope as fuck. I was like. Cause if you don't know What MAGA is And you just haven't Been paying attention To that shit I don't fucking blame you But that's the slogan Make America Make America great again So the, I looked at it as This old white dude Has got a shirt That said Black lives Make America great again And like I was like That's cool And like You can look through The comments And you can just see Like you can see Motherfucker's perception Like some people were like, that's so offensive, and what the fuck are you even associating black people with MAGA for? And like, all of the positive people were like, and including like black and white, but they were like, there's nothing in this shirt that implies anything that is negative towards black people. The, like, the, the thing this is just saying black lies make America great again. It's, and one of them just tried to get to the point that something like this is just, it's really based on, this is more reflection of what. You see life as It's not the shirt Like if you see things as more fucked up And you're more sensitive about it You will be If you have an ability To see that there could be Positive in this You will So they were like It's really more about you Than the shirt And that's what I kind of did I think that's really the I case I When I seen it
2: You know To make America great again You know So I was like When T.I. did the little thing With wasn't the Candace woman and He was like When was America great Yeah And that went all the way back to fucking slavery Right So I took it as shit Black lives make America great again In slavery So you want us to come back to slavery To make America great That's how I took it Because America never really was great for black people Like I mean we've done things To make America
0: great But it wasn't great for us as a whole Right And I, I get that And that's a valid point But my question would be so is he making that point To say that He understands that black people are a relevant And necessary source and as a white person Or is he saying Ha 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 fuck let's demean these black people I don't he, think he's know, nah, right, that, I don't think he's demeaning right. you know, I, think he I mean just not, not, not actually like his intent Behind it I am I don't saying, think like, he had ill, yeah. Ill, 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 Ill right, intent behind
2: right. it But you know Even though you don't have ill intent Don't mean nobody
0: else gonna take it like that Yeah I you mean this is this is and this is this is how I feel about this one. Like and we talked about this on the podcast before. Like if I'm walking somewhere if I'm walking somewhere with my lady and uh I'm not looking, she's not looking, and then I hear somebody go like, Hey you bitch ass <laughs> nigga you know what I'm saying? I'm, gonna, uh, I'm
3: not gonna turn around. I mean, I turn around, but I'm yeah, like, shit, what the I, fuck I'm going
0: back, on? I'm, I'm not, not even gonna, go, not gonna even go turn around because I'm like, this, this motherfucker's definitely not <laughs> talking to me, talking to me. So he's I mean, of course i would know he ain't talking to me, like, me, but I want who the fuck the nigga talking I about even, to? Get I, I, ain't, I ain't even worried about what he finna. <laughs> I ain't even worried about what you finna do to a bitch ass nigga because we all know how that goes. If he's if it's truly that, if he's really who he's yelling, he. Feel like he is And this person's really a bitch ass nigga I know how that's gonna go I'm not curious I don't even have to look I'm 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 gonna keep moving forward Like When I know That it is directed Directly at me That's when I will take it And approach it as such Because at the same time Like in this In this In this climate A whole lot of simple shit Can be made so much bigger Because the climate is fucking It's heavy It's thick Like The same shit that white people used to do 10, 20 years ago That black people all know they still do, but now that shit might make you feel a way more like, "Oh, your hair is so pretty. How do you get your hair like that? They want to touch your hair like shit that you've seen a white person do at every point of your life or somewhere." And they just it comes from a point of them not. No, they, they, don't, just, they, they just want, don't no. know. They're not this even is, they're not even realizing I'm coming at you in a way that you like, damn, this is really fucking god this is this is racist. This is disrespectful, damn near You know what I'm saying? But now in this climate, that same that my point is just the same type of thing now in this climate makes shit so much more heat. It's like a it's like a room with gasoline on the floor, and now that match can do something a whole lot different as opposed to you just out somewhere just trying to light up a cigarette. That's I just feel like the temperature is really, really high. And in order to get the message through to somebody who don't understand right from wrong in the first place, is you got to be calm. They ain't gonna They ain't gonna understand it if you mm. yelling it in their face. Bitch, you know what you mm. motherfucking did with me for goddamn over three hundred motherfucking years. I still goddamn You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna hear that that tone because <laughs> the I, way you delivering I, the message, right? To them, and yeah. it, even if it's a valid message, we mm. know that somebody can be delivering a. I speak for myself personally. I don't know you, but somebody can get be delivering me a perfect message. Like they can be telling me everything right. But you gotta make sure you talk to me in a way that I still like feel like okay, respect is not in question here. I need to be able to just completely shift that, and I think I'm pretty good at it. But I still work on it. Like, I need to feel like you want to deliver a message to help me or to really kind of give me feedback. But you don't need to be like disrespectful, motherfucker, with your you know what I'm saying. Like, what are we really trying to accomplish here with you throwing these motherfuckers and this that and the third? You know what I'm saying? So a
2: lot of times, though, not that's just how a lot of us black people talk. Like, we right. curse every other fucking word. Like, shit, goddammit. Oh, yeah. It, 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 and it, you know.
0: <laughs> but, and, and black <laughs> people understand. Like, a motherfucker who curses all the time is is different, and we understand the difference between somebody who's cursing all the time, but that same person who curses all the time who now coming at you in a different right, right. way. You right, can, right, we can. As black people, that may be hard for someone outside of the culture to understand, but those same curse words in the context of how you it's use tone, it. And write, how you deli- yeah. It's Right. Yeah. And you know, I, black people I think are very intelligent, we're great, but we're, we're very ineffective communicators. We don't communicate, because we've been brought up in so many levels to not communicate and deal and manage. We're not effective communicators with a lot of shit. That's why simple shit can make it explode. Just looking at a nigga wrong. Everybody's heard of looking at the nigga wrong story in every state where there's predominant black culture where a nigga just looked at a motherfucker wrong and he thought it was this and then that shit just set off in the oh, air.
1: Let me come my down. <laughs> we'll say damn something then. I just saw you damn. wiping in your
0: face. I, I apologize. Um, Go ahead, Willie. Go be great.
1: With, after I thought about the shirt, too bad, it was, I just felt like they were saying white folks had the opportunity to make America great. They fucked it up, so they said, Black folks <laughs> It's your <their> time. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to grab the ball. We passed the torch. Yeah, and we gotta go around and up. get like that, that shit together. I mean, I wasn't offended by the shirt at all. I would wear one of them shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Scotty K with up. Scotty K laughing um, too, right? Yeah, I didn't I didn't see um, it like that. I wasn't offended by no, the shirt. And it's not so, offensive. Yeah, but
2: But um, I'm gonna tell you I didn't I wouldn't say I got offended, but I didn't feel no type of way until I actually Really started to think about it Like just seeing right. it You know I Okay But then I sat down And started to think about it I
0: was like Ugh And, and here's, here's what I'm saying and you know your brain are, You know
2: what I'm right. saying It's a motherfucker <laughs> so. It's a motherfucker
0: Here's one thing I will say About the shirt Context means a lot Because if I see him I forgot the white cat Older white cat He was Instagram to so say she just be At all the car shows And everybody lo- The grandpa I, yeah, I, I know yeah, you're talking the, about yeah. him Like if you were to see That same old You know what I'm saying Old cat in an environment like that with nothing but niggas, you would look at that shirt and you'd be like, hmm. Whereas if you see him now in the background with motherfuckers mm. with clan masks, everybody got mad and robes and shit, and now you see that shirt, now you just naturally, from the environment that he's around, around yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to get a whole different context on that shirt. So I will say that about it. But nah, I wasn't offended, man. Do your thing. wear that motherfucker, man? Name,
1: man? But just guard against being overly emotional. Um, I saw people... And I, I don't even know what happened, man, but I saw people something, whatever Clemson did at, at their football game, what had motherfuckers mad as hell. Yeah, like, I think, yeah. What, what happened with this?
0: Yeah, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, because I wasn't really giving a lot of a fuck. But on what man. happened yeah. was, apparently, yeah. there were like messages, like I think he, like, on the side of the helmets, like some very, very small, very subtle messages around the folks of Black Lives Matter and all of that. Like and in a lot. Li- li- yeah but like on a, in a in a very subtle from what I understand from what I'm looking at it, it was very subtle it wasn't like you know a whole lot is college but people still took offense to the fact that that's even coming up like this is this is football you know what I'm saying this is not that and you know that's, that's really what kind of sparked it like you give a fuck about these niggas when they making you millions and they running and hitting and blocking but right, you don't right. care about the struggle and the cost so like that's kind of what came again. I was pretty far removed from it. And this happened at Clemson. Yeah, this was at a. I think this was at a Clemson game. You so know? I think but, there were other smaller examples, but the one everybody's talking about around here, of course, is the one that happened right in South Carolina. Man, wasn't I don't yeah. want to
2: speak on that because I don't know if that's true. But
0: wasn't Clemson
3: founded
2: by a Klansman or something?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, so but, so but, that's I mean, all really, I know, yeah, is, you know. I mean, know, <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, there's there's racist uh, origin and roots, and, you know, they removed John C. Calhoun, a known racist, and, you know, uh, but you go back, I mean, and it's just the ugly truth of white America. I mean, if you look at that that upper echelon of white, you know, they benefited from, they were slave masters. I mean, you go back to the the owners in the NFL, you want to go do a lineage on, I mean, that's that's prevalent, so it's really, it's still on them, just like, what you gonna do now? Because you all got that, you all kind of have a, a direct relationship to that Yeah, that's... It's hard to understand Like if you think about your great great granddad And all you know is good things about him But that motherfucker was actually racist in the son of a bitch He was a motherfucker <laughs> It's hard for white people They don't get it yet <laughs> I'm I, I trying to put it in their perspective I'm not defending them But I understand why it's Just still not clicking After all these hundreds and hundreds of years it's, I see why it's not registering
2: Man. I don't I ain't gonna lie to you I That shit hard I don't see how like ignorance
0: is prevalent, man. You know. It's what it is. I am not saying it's right. I mean, but yeah, but you gotta have it.
2: all the sense in the world, no, but no. you have the common ones. Like,
0: don't
2: you know. don't see what's going on. Why is that such a problem? To point out the obvious wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, why this being swept under the rug?
0: Like I mean, <coughs> there's a whole lot of reasons for that, man. That's a that's a whole super dope and deep, you know, conversation that, you know, we can have, but I mean, a lot plays in the perception and and worldview, and you can never understand someone else's worldview 100% because you don't see it through their lens. Right, right, right. So the best thing you can just try to do is have a perspective on it. Are are, are all white people away? Nah. Nah. Uh, A lot of them slow and behind. Yeah. Do I understand where that comes from, whether it's right or wrong? I think I have some understanding of it. So Man, that's shit, really what it is
1: shit be so entrenched in people It ain't even just related To white folks Right I, I got family members Some bullshit That happened Old folks In their church Now you know Jeez. Old folks Something happened In the church Why you went to church
2: In it You getting deep boy. You done <laughs> down Yeah you done
1: Crossed the line Way way past the line Some bullshit happened Everybody That was in this little crew Left the church All like The 70 and up folks Left so my aunt, they was like, "You need to get out of that. There. There ain't nothing but Babylon." She was mm-hmm. like, "My mom and dad Bobby was Lonnie. a Baptist. I was born a Baptist. I was raised a Baptist. And I'm dying a Baptist." She okay. didn't give a fuck about none of that <laughs> shit going on, nigga. All she knew was she was a Baptist. I'm a fucking Baptist, <laughs> and these white folks—that's all they know. I'm a fucking racist. I was born a racist, raised a racist. I'm gonna
0: fucking die. Racist. I'm so racist. I don't even know what I'm doing. Look racist yeah, I, I, don't, I don't
1: I'm been That's
2: what that what gets me. Like, man, you don't see that as being racist no type of way.
1: Like, oh,
0: no. and and on a side note, man, this motherfucking wine is now officially <laughs> good as <laughs> fuck. Oh, this yeah. shit is busted now. So
1: you're drunk now.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, I'm not. I'm not that at all. But I do appreciate. Shy, I up, appreciate man? it in my palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shy. <laughs> yeah. But this is. Uh, and I tagged you in this post, man. This this black dude, it was an artist, I think it was, uh, I forgot his name, I won't even throw a wrong name out there, but the point of what he said was this, he was like, black people as a people, we don't even realize it, but our, cu- we are, our culture is addicted to trauma. They were like, and if you think about it in a sense of every dope movie that black people love, the artist that they love and relate to they all identify with some level of extreme violence or trauma on a, on a personal level with every single character. Like, when you think about white music, sometimes a white motherfucker, you might just say they just trip your own drugs, but they may just talk about some completely imaginary shit. They may talk about an imaginary dragon on an imaginary road that they were so fucked up and trapped. Like, they can take these abstract concepts and people will just go with it. But there's so much pain in all of the culture that black people absorb that it's just so fucking normalized. And then he was just saying, like, you wonder why if you got motherfuckers who've been telling you since before you were born that you ain't shit, you had less, you ain't gonna be shit. And this is, the only, this is the only level of, this is what you consume to calm. This is what you consume to chill. It's more trauma. And he was just like, y'all don't understand what it's like, and you couldn't understand what it's like, and black people don't think about it to live in a world like that. And I thought about it and I was like, damn, like when I think about it, like the movies, menace, boys in the hood, like, you know, even, like, yeah. even, when, even when, like, when women relate to, you relate to the, like, a Mary J or a Monica. You know what I'm saying? Like the pain that women you that and I, I'm not yeah. a woman, but when I listen to women about music, they <laughs> say, I mean, you can correct, you hear, you know, really? you can correct me if I'm wrong. I listen to women about their pain on music. Believe that I ask. What women say they like about these artists is they relate to the, they feel that pain. Like those songs, that you like, goddamn, I can sing this shit from the pit of my stomach, you feel me? Because I know what's going on. Like. That's a level of trauma You know what I'm saying yeah, Like man. it's crazy Like I, 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 I love all that trauma I'm with the shits now You know what I'm saying Yeah up. so yeah, go, go trans- Hey we we, we we transition Man this is dope though We have fun Let's transition We go call up quick. We pivot up in this bitch We,
1: we calling up Chuck T man We go call up the legendary
0: DJ Chuck T
1: and Yeah him man um that's,
0: that's. that's the uh number Okay Yeah So uh Well, 100 likes real quick. I'm going to give Chuck T. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm though. No, that's my nigga. Let's go ahead and hit him up, man. The TLC, total life changes.
4: Yo, yo. Chuck T. what
1: it be like, homie? What's good, good brother? Man, everything good, no complaints
0: whatsoever.
1: Hey, man, that's what we like to hear, man. We sitting here on the uh, I Say Podcast, me, DJ Rain.
0: Chuck T., what up, man? I appreciate the work. Looking man, what's poppin' with your rain? Oh, shit, good, bro. Appreciate the work, the knowledge, and I'm looking forward to more work in the future, bro. Man,
4: definitely, definitely.
0: Let's yeah. get it. Oh, yeah. We okay, came here talking
1: all fast. We got an artist up here, Chuck T. from uh, Lawrence, South Carolina. We got Long Money Fig on the What's going on? With okay, Tree? all right. Yeah, man. So, um, <clears throat> we just wanted to hit you up, man. Um, anybody who listens to our podcast, anybody know, man? Talk. We, we talk about how legendary you are to the Carolinas, like the work you put in. Um, I tell people, man, back in the day, just going to bike week, any gas station you stop at. You going to see them damn down south slanging mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? You correct. You correct. You had to get You you had to get them, and if you wanted to rap, you had to get one of the instrumental joints too. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. I had
4: I had the, the series was so much bigger than just the traditional mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, I had the down south slanging classics. Right. You know, with all of the old school, you know, Outcast, UGK, ghetto yeah. um, Boys, 8-Baller, MJG on it. Then I had the Down South Slanging Instrumentals. Um, we had Sex, Bliss, at r and um, I mean, the list just went on and on, you know what I'm saying? And I started branching out toward, you know, the end of the mixtape era. You know, I had another series called When It All Goes South. Um you know, the Down South Slangin' Series just, you know, got on steroids,
1: you know, at one yeah, point in time. Yeah. yeah, man. Um, Tell, for the listeners, man, who been under a rock all these years, tell them what part of South Carolina <laughs> you're from.
4: Um, Charleston, South Carolina. That's where the Chuck T. come
1: from, you know what I'm saying? You know, naturally,
4: Charleston, for sure, is Chuck Town. Mm. Um, so when I first started DJing, uh, you know, I didn't have a DJ name. So all the club owners just used to call me Chuck Town. Mm-hmm. And then once I really started taking uh, DJing seriously, then I had to think of a name. But by that time, everybody used to call me Chuck Town. So I just shortened it up to Chuck T and went ahead and threw the DJ in
1: front. Word. I could dig it. And um, Chuck T is labeled, for y'all that don't know, the most powerful man in Carolina music. Here's just a yeah, few of the things that he does for the culture. He has the foundation of music, as he talked about, down south slinging. That's down south slinging distribution as well. I've used yep. down south uh-huh. slinging distribution, right. Rain. Absolutely. Um, and one thing I will say about Chuck T., man, when I uh I met him at uh, a club up here in Malden a, a couple, I think it may have been a, a year or so back, and I went up to him. I didn't even want to talk to him about like no business or I just wanted to thank him for doing good business because you get people who at Chuck T's level they trying sometimes shit on you you know what I'm saying they sell yeah, they, they, you. They, they, they big finesses man that's all
4: they want to do
1: is finesse yeah big time finesse but any business I've done with him what he say he go do he do it and it's always A1 top quality
0: so Damn, real shit on that, man. Yeah, and, and man, I look, just want to um, add... No, go ahead, Chuck T. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, One thing I really wanted to add about you is just, on a on a not even smaller scale, but even if you follow this man on social media, like... He gives out so much free game, and I know that one of the questions that Iz was talking about that he wanted to ask, and I wanted to elaborate on as well, is, like, you give out so much free game, and you're so highly progressive with your thought process. Like, a lot of motherfuckers be getting in their feelings, and they don't even understand the practical shit that you're saying. So, oh, I just really, <laughs> like, I really wanted you to kind of speak on that, not to really step on his toes, but the Thank amount of you. game that we get from you even with some of the like just the (laughs) the digital information just like okay here's how you make your your audio quality better for whatever you're trying to do here's some free game here's how you can really help diversify your portfolio like here's some free game like how do you feel when like you're giving that much free game and when you tell people some real shit they just get all in their feelings and like you got to, like, you know, I don't even want to hear your comments and motherfuckers, it's all up in their feelings. And just, you know, just they just, now they, the posters, they just all in their period, all up on the post. You know what I'm saying?
4: I mean, it's just one of those situations where, at this point, I feel like it comes with the territory. You know, whenever I was coming up in the music industry, you know, being from South Carolina and then being from Charleston, we didn't really have too many people, um, you know, who had been to the top of the music industry who would come back down and look out. So, and and then the ones who we did have, you know, they used to charge outrageous prices for it. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't really even guaranteed any results. So I used to always say, um, when I reach a certain point, I'm going to make sure I show love back. I'm going to make sure I give back, you know. I'm going to make sure I don't charge crazy prices for whatever services I'm offering. I'm going to make sure I can always do business with the little man and do business with the big man as well. So, that was something that I had, I had just set out to do from day 1. And um social media is one of those platforms where, you know, I I can give I can give people Free game, I can give people game on how you can get more game for a paid price, you know what I'm saying, but um, you know and I can reach the masses, not just people in South Carolina I can reach people in, you know, Africa I can reach people in Europe, I can reach people in Canada um, you know, pretty much worldwide so um, I use my social media platform as a way to not only promote myself, but then to educate others um, because when it all boils down to it. If we don't keep the knowledge flowing, if we don't keep the pipeline of of, uh, of of information flowing, then it's really gonna cause the entire industry to crumble, and then I'm gonna crumble with it, you know. But if we have all of this information out here that's flowing, whether somebody goes and uses it to benefit me, to benefit them, to benefit somebody else, in the end, hip hop in general succeeds and if hip-hop in general succeeds then all of us are gonna eat a lot of people try to get this knowledge and hoard it you know and and that's cool i understand you know what i'm saying you 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 feel like that's gonna you know make your run a little longer if you're the only person with the information um but then once people start you know uh uh, once, once the once the escalator to the top slows down and everything slows down and that's going to slow you down as well. Right. And, um, you know, when I have people getting their feelings when I try to give them free games or just any type of game, um, it doesn't really bother me as much as it used to because I do understand that the world is full of idiots. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it, it just comes with the territory. So, yeah, you're always going to have three or four people in a post who are idiots or, or who just straight up aren't receptive to somebody telling them something that they don't know. Because we all know everybody likes to 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 give the perception that they're the smartest person in the world. Mm. You know, or they're the smartest person in the, in the room. So it doesn't really bother me. Sometimes I'll go back and forth with them. Y'all see other times I just cut the comments off because I don't even want to hear what a nigga got to say. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But um, it, it doesn't bother me at all anymore.
1: Uh, so let let me ask you this before I ask you another question that I was having a discussion with somebody on. So, anybody who follow you on social media, they see, like, a lot of official people, big-name people, stamped, like, Chuck T's a legend, you know what I mean? Like, Charlamagne, you see DJ Drum hopping in. All that people look at, that they're legendary. So, I know that you have had, like, people who are on that status or people who you may respect their opinion personally. Have you, have you ever had anybody say Chuck T man, maybe you should move out of the Carolinas, man. You could, you could really blow up. You could do so much more in this music. You ever heard people telling you that? Oh, I mean, you know, people have told me that for
4: for decades. Um, you know, whenever I left from out of Charleston, one of the places everybody kept telling me to move to was naturally, um, uh, either New York, Miami, or Atlanta, you yeah. so, know, and then uh, being that I had such a, a stronghold in the Texas market with with my mixtapes, everybody was like, bro, if you can get out to Texas, that would be the perfect market for you because you're already rubbing elbows with everybody from rap a lot you and Trader truth. Cool. You and zero cool. You cool with Michael Watts and all of them over there. Swisher house, Mike Jones and all of them. Like that would be the, the, the best place for you in the place where, you know, the type of mindset you have on independence would be appreciated at, Mm -hmm. you know, even though naturally Atlanta is popping, Atlanta is still one of those areas where everybody sort of wants to get signed still. Mm -hmm. Um, And you see, you know, I preach independence and doing it yourself so much that, uh, you know, Texas was was one of those areas, Texas and Louisiana um, were one of those areas where uh, that independence was being preached, you know, in the same way. So uh, naturally... People have been trying to get me to leave the Carolinas for a while, but just for the simple fact, you know, I got kids, I got family, I got a responsibility, you know, uh, to them, and then not just that. I feel like I got a responsibility to to the market that helped me break, you know, um, and the market that has put so much money in my pocket, and and, and I feel like my legacy won't be um, as solid as it as I want it to be if I would have left and and helped people from other places get on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, it's always about which in the end, it's always about what you've done for your home area, for your hometown, for your city, for your state, whatever, um, you know, leaving and going someplace else where everybody is pretty much already established you know, the artists have gone to school with these DJs and these producers. You know, they are dated their sisters and they share baby mamas and you know, like they, they you know, they hustle together. They have relationships that supersede somebody from South Carolina just popping up in the city like, Hey, let's work. Yeah. Um, I tell people all the time, if you look at Atlanta, Atlanta has always looked out for Atlanta. You know, look at how many people who have left from the Carolinas and moved to Atlanta and then ended up back two, three years later.
1: That's real shit. You know what I'm saying? We, we, listen, with
4: no with no type of accomplishment now. I mean it's one thing to leave and, and make make a little bit of noise for yourself, but they they leave and come back with nothing. Like almost worse off than when they when they left because now they you know they done got finessed by all these Atlanta niggas.
1: Yeah, so, so you just told all my business <laughs> <laughs>
4: listen, listen, I apologize But she joined the crowd, bro You ain't the
1: first person You won't be live. last Right man. And let me do you, do you feel like radio is headed Towards possibly being obsolete As far as for artists um,
4: ne- Never obsolete um, okay. I would definitely say radio will never go out of style. Radio will always be one of those, um, methods of mass, mm-hmm. uh, um, mass, uh, mass, um, promotion mm-hmm. for your record. Um, so as long as I can go to one place and get my record played and it reaches thousands of people or either hundreds of thousands of people, depending upon, um, you know, the wattage on the radio station, it it'll, it'll always be there. I mean radio is cool, but um radio has excuse me, um internet radio is cool, but internet radio has way too many choices. You know, in a in a particular market you may only have two or three urban stations. Um and then radio is free. You buy a car it's free. You know, you buy a radio it's free. Internet radio there's always some type of extra charge. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's uh, you know, it may start off free for 30 days, free for 60 days, free for 90 days. You know what I'm saying? Or or if you want to be able to skip songs and ask an extra, you know, $3 a month, $4 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then it doesn't run 24-7. A lot of internet radio doesn't run 24-7. And the, and the lineups are really inconsistent. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with commercial radio... Um, you know, you don't have any of those problems. And like I said, it's free. All I got to do is get a device to listen to it, and boom, now I can listen to it.
1: So, I looked at one of your classic interviews. You was talking some real shit. Back from 2011, you was talking about how Carolina artists don't support each other. Fast forward to 2020. Same story, or how you feeling right now? You said a lot of Carolina artists what? I'm sorry. They don't support each other. Fast, um fast I forward twenty twenty. I feel like it's gotten a whole lot
4: better. Um okay. I definitely feel like it's gotten a whole lot better. Um and I think it's just the the younger artists are are starting to realize um, you know, you can't do it by yourself. And then I also feel like a lot of people don't have the money that artists had back then. Yeah. You know, you talking about to the, the early two thousands you know, niggas, niggas was really getting it out here. Right. You know, yeah. niggas, so so people <laughs> didn't feel the need to actually collaborate or cross-promote with anybody. Mm. But now, you know, especially right now with COVID-19, oh my God. You know, um, everybody has to sort of lean on each other. Everybody has to sort of use each other um, for promotion, tapping each other's fan bases, um, and really just... Uh, utilize that networking mm-hmm. you know because the money isn't what it used to be not just in music but outside of music as well like niggas ain't getting no multi-million dollar deals no more right you, you know if somebody, if somebody give me 2-3 million I can pick and choose who I want to work with and when I want to work with you know because I really don't need them mm. cause now I can do it on my own but you, you looking at people's deals now, you know, they 200000 350000 you know, yeah, I, I got to collaborate because that that dollars 300000 after I I move out the projects, you know, and get me a decent car, you know, like, it, it's almost nothing.
0: Right. That's crazy. Well, Chuck T, this rain, man, I really just had a couple questions for you. I ain't going to hold you too long. One of them that's going to be okay. really funny as hell, but one of them I really, you know, I wanted to get a... <laughs> uh, introspective uh you know thought process from you um one of which is this man i always had this theory that you know successful and unsuccessful people both have a whole lot of shit that went wrong for them you know a lot of shit that was fucked <laughs> up the successful people can just tell you how they made it in despite that you know so my, my question for you was exactly like, was there what was the, the one thing in your career that you were like when you overcame this you were like all i right, right I'm, I'm cut for this shit like I'm built for whatever come with me now because I had that that personal experience of getting through this shit. If 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 you can, you know, share something like that, that'd be dope. Um. Well,
4: right after I leaked um the Carter Three Lil Wayne's album, oh,
0: you shit. know, uh,
4: I had so yeah. Y- y- you didn't know about that. No, hey, we do it. We we know, we,
0: we, you. know, we, know, know we wanted show to you get the kid on this. that shit was <laughs> classic. This is not a shocker. No, problem. hell yeah. That's what yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, I was about to say,
4: That's, that. that's, that's One of the first things people asked about. Okay, but no, right, after that situation, you know, man, people told me I was never gonna work. again. Yeah. You know, I may as well hang it up. You know, I, yeah. I, you know, it was just one of those things where they made it seem like it was a wrap. Go ahead and go back to back and groceries at Piggly Wiggly, bro. <laughs> you really. know, like, like it, it, it's, it's never going to work out for you, especially on a national scale. Maybe on a local scale, you know, you'll still do little parties in the city here and there. But on a national scale, like, bro, it's a wrap like you don't even want to you know ain't nobody going to touch you with a 10 foot pole and um you know I had a few people who I know probably don't want to be named but um they they movie, they, they were they were they were artists in the industry you know they they were in the, they were artists in the industry and they called me and they said look bro you know you did what you had to do for your people and um it's one of those situations where, um, you know, you took you took a, a huge risk to prove a point, you, you know, like to prove a huge point um, about how you feel DJs need to be treated and how people need to respect DJs. Um, and even though as an artist, I don't agree with you taking somebody's music and leaking it to be malicious. I do understand that <laughs> at some point, you got to show niggas, like, stop playing, playing with me, right? you know? So so I commend you. Keep it up. Keep going. I can just tell you there's nobody, as far as artists are concerned, that's like, what he did was wrong. They're right. basically saying, damn, bruh, bruh just went Brothers went complete malcolm x martin luther king yeah. you know we like like this is montgomery boy boycott boycott status you know yeah. um so so hold your head up keep your head up it'll all blow over you know <laughs> you'll be good oh yeah oh
0: yeah and
4: um and then and then there were people you know especially like the label reps they were like, yo, 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 I I can't talk to you right now, Chuck T. Like, bro, like, nigga, catch me talking to you, I'm going to lose
0: my job. Damn. Damn.
4: You know, and I'm like, bro, you don't you don't even work for Universal. You don't work for Cash Money. Like, you work, you work for Warner. Like, Warner is in competition with Universal. You, I should be, you know, y'all should be inviting me up to the office. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like, you know, whatever we got to do to, you know, hurt sales so that we can be the number one label. So be it. Right. But nah, for the longest, a lot of people were scared to talk to me, scared to to work, definitely scared to work with me, Um, scared to carry my mixtape, scared to book me to do parties. Whenever um, I went over to um, different music conferences and award shows, uh, people were like, yeah, you know, we're not going to let you in the club. You got to pay to get in. We can't put you in VIP, you know, cause you got to think Lil Wayne cash money. Them, they was, they was the number one record label in the world at the right. time. And he was the number one artist at the time, like right. hands down, you know? So people genuinely, um, were a little nervous. And I'll say this, one of the people, um, who sorta of was like, fuck it, let's do what we gotta do, you know, was BG. Um, yeah. whenever he he was he was doing his whole Chopper City Records thing. Yeah. And I I he flew me out to New Orleans. I was in a few uh videos with them, you know. Um, uh, but that was mainly because he was sorta of beefing with Wayne and cash money at the time. I don't know if y'all remember, like B G, uh Julie, all them, they was beefing with baby yeah, heavy. I remember, yeah, I remember you already. know absolutely. Yeah, they was beefing heavy. So it was one of them situations like, you know, it would be a slap in the face to cash money to fuck with Chuck T. But then I also see here a real nigga. He don't give a fuck. and And why should I tarnish my relationship with bruh over a record label that owed me money and an artist you know what i'm saying who you know is pretty much talk shit about me on records you know so um that that's what sort of kept me kept me hot in the streets you know especially over uh on this side people was like damn you fucking with bg like right. you know he the original hot boy he the he the hottest in the hot you know <laughs> free bg so uh that yeah yeah free BG so that 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 definitely uh, saved my career f- to a certain extent um, but that, uh, I just kept pushing and I and I went a whole lot harder and you know I networked harder I came harder on the mixtapes I came harder um, you know on everything that I touched and, and, and it helped me push past all that
0: okay. That's super dope, man. I got a couple more questions for you, then I'm, I'm, I'm legit, man. Um, I appreciate that feedback, but when you, when you are, you know, pre-pandemic, you're in a club environment. I know you know. And you have millions of stories where people are annoying, want you to hear, you know, play their song, do this. Oh my the third, God, tell me about ask it. Ask me, ask you to play the song, they don't even know the name of the shit. You know, like at this point in your career, you know, because me personally, I don't, when I go out to a gig, I, I may not have a whole crew of uh, finesse staff with me. So I'm filtering a lot of that bullshit myself, which I don't mind doing because I can politely ask you to get the fuck away from me and my, <laughs> my whole situation without any issues at all. But Exactly. What, what was, Is there a situation, do you have now like a a group that you filter that, or is there a situation where you were like, this motherfucker, whether it was a rapper or just a regular person that was so fucking annoying that they just stood out to you throughout your entire career like, this motherfucker could have got slapped at this (laughs) bitch tonight, you know what I mean?
4: Man, you know with me doing showcases, that's like three to five times a night. Yeah, you know, like, right. <laughs> when I DJ, it's usually pretty, pretty, you know, smooth. I haven't had a situation where I felt like I needed to steal off on somebody in right. quite some time when I'm DJing parties. But showcases, yeah, five to seven times a night, I may have to check a nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, but I feel like, you know, niggas sort of know how I roll so they don't really fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. Mm. You know, you know, niggas know I'm usually I'm usually scrap. You right. know what I'm saying? Of course. And, 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 and and you know they know I don't really play. They watch, you know, they watch social media. They see a nigga sort of nice with the hands. Right. You know, so so niggas don't really play with me. But I keep it a hundred with artists. That's one of the main reasons why I feel like I don't have a lot of the problems that a lot of DJs have mm. because I keep it a hundred with them. You know, I, I let them know, like, straight up, I don't like it. I let them know straight up, I I, I don't think it's going to work. Right. You know, I feel like a lot of DJs' issues come because they gas these artists. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the record. I fuck with it. You know, and then the artists come to the club expecting to get it played. And you're like, damn, uh, I got to play this whack shit?
0: Right. This, yeah. Break down the communication.
4: You know, or, or, yeah, or if there's a fee, I let them know out the gate. Like, hey, bro. You know, I'm going to just be hunting with you You want me to play right now when this club is packed as a motherfucker. Like, I need two, three hunts, bro. If you can't handle that, I don't know what to tell you. You know, you can come back to me later, and and, and I can listen to it at a later time and give you some feedback on it. But if you just want me to play something right now in a packed club that I have never heard before, and I don't know if it's going to clear the dance floor or not, you got to pay, bro. I'm sorry. That's so you good. know if i'm if i'm gonna hear about this at the end of the night from the promoter like yo what the fuck was you playing like that one song you play like if i'm about to hear that you gotta pay me
0: to hear that i could dig it hell yeah yeah. you know so yeah i try to be as upfront as possible yeah i just i i, I feel blessed that you know every city or state i go to i really have problems but I, I get annoyed by that one little ugly chick who you let slide with a request and now oh man! I had a girl knock back my
4: like, man. I had a girl knock my whole computer off oh the stand. It disconnected oh, Serato and everything. Pull the USB out and all that. Oh my god! Now, god. now listen now. I, now that you have clarified it, rappers <laughs> no problems. Regu- like females give me the hardest problems right. when I'm DJing,
0: man. Right. <laughs>
4: Drunk females, if it's their birthday, if it's like a bridal shower, you know, a bachelorette party. Oh, yeah, they give me hell,
0: bruh.
1: Hell
0: Motherfucker coming God damn And, and then it's The bitch that's so Fucking ugly And then she think Because he was nice To play two songs Now she gonna stand yeah. Her ugly ass up here And keep rolling, yeah. rolling her fucking eyes Yeah man Play some Beyonce Play Beyonce Play Beyonce Play well, No No girl Take it's your ugly ass To your ugly ass car here. And play that
4: uh, shit Fuck yeah. <laughs> 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 God bless you Chucky. Thank niggas, you. Nigga. Like, like niggas are throwing up gang signs right now. Shit, like, this is gang sign time. This is not Beyonce time, the you know.
0: And they'll do that shit. You could be playing some straight up niggas shit, some going straight in type shit. These bitches want to come in right now, you know. Let me <laughs> hit that Mary Jane. Play pan Dropper drop. Yeah, that'll
4: make me and my friends about to leave. Can you play and it? Y'all we about to go? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, about the to the go.
0: i ain't going to hey, do that. Hey, hey, I need you to play it now. Fuck all other people who ask for songs because I'm finna go. <laughs> What the fuck is exactly.
4: that? Oh, you about me? to
0: leave? Oh, I'm really okay. not playing. Let it, just, just wait you for You
4: get it. in the car, guy, <laughs> I be hating them hoes, man. But yeah, I appreciate it. Man, Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I had a chick straight up knock my knocked my stuff
0: off, off the,
4: uh, not my laptop off, off the stand while I was DJing. She reached over me to grab the mic because I wouldn't uh, give her friend a shout out uh, immediately. She wanted me to give her friend the shout-out right then, bro. Damn. And I was like, okay, I got you. You know, she's like, can you do it now? I'm like, whoa, chill. I got you. Go ahead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, y'all good? And, Did- man, when I tell you, she reached across me, grabbed a mic, started screaming in the mic, knocked my laptop off. And, naturally, everybody looking at me crazy. Right. You know, the first thing they said, kill the DJ. Right. You know, they boop,
1: boop. Nigga, the power <laughs> to go out. They
0: bad hey, the on the DJ. Right,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Damn! You ain't you ain't have a you you, you a good man and not have a reaction to just immediately choke the shit out of her
4: Man, look, it was just one of those situations where all eyes was on me at that yeah. point because the music had stopped. So, yeah, you so, can't yeah if smile. I was to steal off on it, like, bro, that would
0: not, not... There to <laughs> yeah, it's cool. fucked up. They gonna, they gonna still blame you for the music <laughs> and then be like, he fucked up the music and then he hit him. And he hit some
4: bitch. <laughs> man, look, man, listen, Me Too um, movement was have
0: my head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. Uh, I don't know. I would have had the pepper spray that whole something. <laughs> like, that's crazy, hard. man. That's Rocking fucking crazy. That but man, my, my last question for you, man. We appreciate you coming on the podcast. You gotta be one of the dopest guests that we've had. And all of our you real man, know, guests, I man, that, oh yeah, it's all love. All of the guests we have from the Carolina that's dope, we ask them this question, man. Um, in your time in South Carolina, the worst pussy you've ever had in your life. <laughs> What little town was she from in South Carolina? The worst pussy, just like, oh my God, this was this was bad. This is damn near death.
4: Man, I hate to put my city out. <laughs> she, she, she was from
0: Charleston.
4: I hate to say it. Oh, you know, you got to think. And know, when I you- first started D. Like I was hot out here in the street, so I was just lining them up, knocking them down. Yeah. you know, like I was, I was lining them up, knocking them down. Like I had already had a little bit of clout from the street, a little bit of money from the street. Then, you know, I was, I was DJing, so now I'm in the clubs all the time. I can right. get them in, I can sneak them in the back door. Like I, you know, I could get them free VIP. So yeah, I, you know, I. I, I you know, it was it was it was pretty easy. Yeah,
0: yeah. You
4: know, it, it was pretty easy, and you know, not everything that's easy is is is, is a good look. And, right. You know, next thing you know, and they go on fire out here. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, got to go to the
0: clinic. I mean, <laughs> it you fun, know yeah. happens to the best of us. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Man, I, I appreciate Easy Pussy I understand yeah man but yeah, yeah
4: you know, you know sometimes some it'll be your own yeah.
0: people you know that, that's how to say it right You live in, be you your live
4: own people so so yeah,
0: so, yeah it, it'll have to be back home man I wish I could put it on another city but yeah. I, I can't man. hey man I'm telling you off of our listeners who listen all the time niggas from Anderson and Greenwood right now they thanking you cause they always get shouted out <laughs> at Greenwood too <laughs> in this city so they think they're like yes Charles yeah, hell yeah they happy with <laughs> yeah Yeah, so that's dope man but yeah i appreciate you man is unless you got something else to close out with man we appreciate you being here man and make sure you give us you know i appreciate (laughs) it all right
1: yeah man (laughs) Man, one more thing man. man this nigga here got his foot on the gas jesus christ Um. But uh, drop the people with a jewel, man, Chuck T, as you leave out, because uh, Chuck T, like we say, he always putting jewels out. As a, as a strong black father, man, you know, Um, I saw you had posted, when the Black Lives Matter mural was painted, your son had got some drone footage in it. It was actually on the news, you know what I mean? So, yeah, sir. Yep. Like, like yep. what yep. message would you send? to our youth and, and the parents out there right now trying to navigate our youth through this difficult culture? What, what would you tell the people?
4: Um, I would definitely tell the parents, um, remember that you're the parent. Remember you're the one with the experience. You're the one who's been through it all. Don't let the kids tell you what they're going to do. You make sure you tell the kids what they're going to do. Um, and if, if for some reason they get mad They get upset. You know, it's better than them going out here and getting shot by police. You know what I'm saying? I would rather my kids be mad at me than be out here talking crazy to the cops, being someplace or doing something, you know, that they should or shouldn't be doing. Because, I mean, back in my day, you would just get arrested. You may get a ticket. Your mom and daddy have to come get you. Nowadays, they just blowing these kids' heads off, man, and calling it a day. You know? So I, so I tell the parents, um, remember your children's lives are on the line. And the decisions that they make, you know, can be life or death decisions. You know, like, it, I hate to put it that way because it makes it sound so so brutal. But, um, I mean, that's just the age and the era that we're living in now, man, where these kids can't even, you know, make a smart comment To a police officer without getting yanked out the car and beat up. I mean, it's almost like we back in the thirties and forties. You know what I'm saying? Where you know, in the fifties and sixties, where where you know Jim Crow and 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 segregation and, and, and things of that nature were just the norm. Um, so I tell them, you know, as far as parents go, you got to stop trying to be their friend. You got to be here and you got to be a parent. You know, you got to, you know, tough love, give it to them, you know, whatever it takes for for them to get through their head that, um, you know, life is serious and they got to make, uh, responsible choices, do what's necessary for your child. Not every child needs a beat. Not every child needs to get jacked up. You know what I'm saying? But if that's how your, your child is, you know, receives that information, then put on them boxing gloves and make it happen. You know, and I tell uh, kids, you know, please remember that your parents have been there before you. You know, not everything that they're doing is meant to be mean or cruel or harsh. A lot of times, parents are just trying to let you know, like, what you're doing right now is serious. As a kid, we never think the decisions that we make are going to follow us through life. You know, you feel like, yeah, I'm 16, 17, you know, slap on the wrist. I'm good to go, you know, but man, them felonies, they follow you forever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, a lot of the decisions we make, you know, just even getting profiled and, you know, uh, hanging with certain people, I, I used to tell these kids, man, I know people who did 10, 12 years in the feds and didn't touch any drugs, they was just around somebody with them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, they didn't get caught with not a near thing on them, they weren't even involved in it. But they just hung out with the wrong crowd so much that you know they got caught up in conspiracies yep. so um you know I tell I tell a lot of kids you know listen to your elders respect your elders you know um you know try to soak up as much game as you can don't be out here thinking that you know just because uh your parents or your aun- aunts and uncles are, are you know 30-40 years older than you that they they living in a different time because I will tell you everything that my parents told me you know, what happened to me whenever I was a little kid has happened to me. Mm-hmm. You know, everything they told me, look out for, be careful of, beware of, you know, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Every last single one of uh, of those situations has presented itself, you know.
1: Mm. Well, man, that's some good damn jewelry you just threw down on the table. We appreciate it. Man, everything. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Hey, tell the people where to follow you at, man.
4: Okay, um, I'm on all, all social media is at DJ Chuck T, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, um, and my email is djchuckt at gmail dot com. Uh, shoot me over some hits, man. Every Monday and every Friday, I do the reverb listening session um, on my IG and Facebook Live. We looking for hits. I'm giving consultation. I'm giving free feedback. You know what I'm saying? You can hit that skip line for a little something extra because sometimes that line get wrapped around the uh, wrapped around the building. You know what I'm saying? If that's how we. If that's how I gotta describe it, but um, yeah, uh, every Monday and Friday I give out feedback 7 p.m. sharp on my IG and uh, and on my Facebook. Um, and when the world opens back up, as far as North Carolina goes, I'm gonna start back with the uh, the North. Excuse me, the uh, Carolina vs. everyone artist and producer showcase, and um, the greatest showcase on earth. So um, I'm, I'm just waiting, man, you know, here in South Carolina. I mean, excuse me, here in North Carolina, we're we, we moving a little slower
1: than Georgia and South Carolina, but
4: eventually it's going to happen.
1: Hey, man, we got a, we got an artist sitting here. He was like, yo, uh, Chuck T, yeah, like, I fuck with Chuck T. He said Chuck T gave me the walk-walk. <laughs> hey, listen, it happens, bro. It happens. It happens, you know I, I try
4: to tell artists like you know you need that you need that professional feedback, and I also let them know like hey, if you feel like I'm wrong, go ahead and put it out there and see what happens. you know what I'm saying go ahead and put it out there. I can guarantee you there's a ninety ninety five percent chance chuck T is right, you know, but I always let people know man don't don't give up just go just go back to the drawing board you know sometimes. sometimes it can be as simple as not having a record mixed and mastered. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the quality of the record could just be a little off. You know, I listen to a lot of records that I feel like could be hits, could be great records. You know, um, or sometimes it may just be the hook. Maybe the hook just ain't catchy enough. Or maybe the hook is and the beat is dope but the verses just aren't consistent they could be a million different things but you know I tell people when you submit your music I'm gonna give you the real now I'm gonna give you my 100% opinion now you know I ain't gonna sugarcoat it cause I feel like so many people get, get, get these sugarcoated answers from DJs and then when when they don't blow up they like well damn you know the DJ told me my shit was hot like why ain't no DJ playing it if, if, you know what I'm saying? And it's because he lied to you. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make sure before a nigga go out here and spend his hard-earned money, you know, promoting a record that may not be it, you know, at least you can say Chuck T. kept hundred the honey Right.
1: Right. Hey, man, we appreciate you as always, man. Stay safe out there, man. And um, we'll be in touch man, y'all with you, too.
4: man.
0: Oh, yeah, bro. Right. Stay up. Definitely. Definitely. Y'all be safe. Oh, yeah. You too, bro. All right. <laughs> Bet. Yeah, that was some juice from Chuck T, man. Made me realize I maybe I need to start whooping my daughter ass. <laughs> <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't what
1: Chuck T was
0: saying. Yeah, ain't. She, ain't, uh, she ain't even two years old yet. But we oh, have, God. You <laughs> so, know, I'm, so my, I'm right. motivated, man. <laughs> I want my baby to be a genius. Yeah, you know, So we gonna mold in the right way But yeah man This has been a really really dope episode Hold up before you close out um, God
1: damn it Hey man tell, tell them about your music
0: man
1: yeah, When yeah, your project yeah.
2: coming What you got going What you want them to do Well as of now I ain't got no release date set <coughs> um, I'm aiming for October But um, I gotta shoot a couple videos first um, But yeah As far as the music But with my wife My wife got um, She wrote a book It's available on um Google um, uh, call forgive, okay. but don't forget.
1: Okay.
2: Oh, it's on Amazon. Okay. I apologize. Cool. Um hey What's we, about? Was a little bit of a, what's
1: about? <clears throat> Spark the people's interests.
2: Well, I'm gonna tell you the the part I like. It's about how I came and made her realize that every man don't just want you for your body.
1: Right.
2: And you know. That's pretty, you know And it got some trials and tribulations in there But it's
0: a good book I, you know Look it up
1: right.
0: Oh yeah Can dig it? Super dope, super dope Long money fig, um, absolutely awesome to have you here, man. You know, appreciate you Shout having. out to y'all endeavors and your wife's book. I hope you continue success. You're a great artist too, you know. But you are here with your wife, so I don't. I don't want to put no ripples in the water and ask you the same question I asked Chuck T. But if y'all <laughs> come to enough, if you want to throw out the back of the day and the past before and it didn't even matter, I'll go ahead and throw you the question now before we close out. But <laughs> but pre wife, you know, back of the day when you were single and didn't do anything before, you know. <laughs> Before, before, you know, yeah. before, you know, your house became home in South Carolina, the worst North vagina Carolina. that you ever had in your life from any part of the Carolinas, or South Carolina specifically, uh, we ain't worrying about them heifers in North Carolina. <laughs> the worst pussy you ever, ever had in South Carolina was from where?
2: Y'all may not have heard of this place. It's called Packlet.
0: What? I
2: heard pack of it. little small
1: town between his... I a pack of a little
2: small town between sp- um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. and Gaffney, like, oh, but
0: yeah. Damn. damn. Pack your <laughs> y'all population is five and one of y'all <laughs> <them> got <laughs> called out for having some <laughs> fucked up pussy. Why? Wow. you
1: gotta be fucking for real, dude. You
0: fucking with a pack of Damn, dude.
1: <laughs> They, they was that's, yeah, that's
2: they were back in the shit. day. They were back if in the I day. ever
0: fucked a girl with Packlet, I was like, she from around by Spawnburg. I didn't
2: even remember that shit. That's dope. Nah, you they let suck. me know this ain't Spawnburg. The is Packlet. Oh, and, really? Yeah, like, it, they they I, guess, I guess shit. it's like a little town called Buffalo, I also I around Buffalo. that. So uh, they were like, let me clarify. Yeah, like, nah, this is Packlet. Mm. This, this is Buffalo. This is Buffalo. Oh. Motherfucker, you stay in Spawnburg <laughs> County. Shout out
0: to Packlet and, uh, Buffalo, we'll just since you're so close, we're gonna say your pussy's trash too. And guilty that's by association yeah. in all this. Like you just said, guilty. you know, you you are now guilty by based on conspiracy. <laughs> Yo, your pussy is trash.
2: Hey, but Chuck T said something though that a lot of DJ DJs need to stop doing though for real. What is that? I will tell this. Telling the artists that bro, they fuck hot, with a
0: song and they don't really fuck you know, with it. cause <laughs> No, seriously, bro, yeah.
2: because I'm a big advocate of the indie local artists. You know what I'm saying? So if you telling these artists you fuck with their music, you know, they music this,
0: then, third, why you ain't spending it in the club. Well I can I can I can tell you a few reasons from DJs I heard. Uh a lot of DJs just they don't want a conflict first of all, because they've seen motherfuckers like, if I go in the club, this nigga's gonna do this, or, like, some artists have said that, like, I'ma make sure he X, Y, Z. Some dudes just don't, they just don't want the conflict, so they gonna Some dudes don't have a context of, like, some DJs are just like, it's hot when it's hot to everyone else, meaning that, okay, I'ma keep a relationship on deck with you just in case you do pop. And then and I'ma I always say, yeah. act like, uh, I've been fucking with you. And, you know, so... Which is also fucked up, but you know... I mean, I, like, I tell for them, the DJs, I keep you real with them. Like, tell me, if you what? if you don't
3: fuck with
2: my shit, tell me, hey, I but, don't fuck with that. Like, don't I, tell me, hey, I, I like that? Because now when you tell me like it, well, shit, you know, you're, you're a DJ. Right, you're right. How right. You much gotta, I can... No, You got to be tell hunting. them how much I can pay you to spend it. I break bread, yeah. You know, I don't Niggas get no answer back. Niggas or they need. don't spend it. So I'm like, shit, so... You ain't even real.
0: And I understand that. But you spending this Gucci and this Jeezy on the record. Right, so... Yeah. And the only thing that I would ask any artist in general... Is if you got a DJ who's real enough to be like Yo I don't like this so I do like this Understand that before you There was probably A million <laughs> n- But no not only a million there was probably about Out of that million there was probably 40 Who wanted to take it somewhere higher Because you simply was real and gave them feedback That they can't handle So that DJ already even though they don't know you they already thinking about that worst case scenario that they got to be prepared for because this motherfucker was in a city that I'm never, I've never been to, and now he's capping doing shit that he ultimately may not have even done. But mm. a nigga got to keep that shit on his mind because for every nigga who's talking, somebody might be doing whether they're right or wrong. So if a DJ is is sometimes a little bit like leery or anxious, especially if he already fucked up, just just make sure you are approachable enough that you can communicate. To that person effectively, so, and I'm, 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 I'm i I've heard your music, this nigga but yeah, all the
1: time. like I I done went to so many shows I couldn't do this niggas job. I niggas, couldn't. I don't have the patience. niggas niggers Niggas
0: will niggas niggas feel away. So and yeah. even though you're a cool artist, understanding a DJ has run into some everywhere who, right. who's, who's still and he, if he's still real enough to tell people I don't like it because a lot of niggas after they had that that problem or that issue or it did turn into something else they don't want their problems. More. They just there to get their money they gonna tell you what the fuck just so they can get you out of the way. I know DJs who do that profession like yeah if, they, if, if you say play a song I know a DJ who never says no. He's a very popular DJ he, he, he'll never say no. He'll like, okay I got you. <laughs> That's all that nigga will say. Yeah, man. And then you come back and, okay, I got you. But he's he, he just saying that to get you out always, the way. <laughs> that's, that's his whole, for everybody, he just, I want everybody out the way. That's, My that's to how you wiggle. Deal. Shout out, yeah. J.J.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? It's a what hit. What just happened? It's a motherfucking <laughs> hit. Really. Shout out, to J.J., man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but shout but out. <laughs> shout you made me forget what I was saying. Yeah, man. Man, but shit, give them, your, give them your, we about to roll, give them your uh, information where they can reach you.
2: Um, You can follow me on all social media mm-hmm. websites at Lone Money Fig. Um, I'm on all streaming services, Lone mm-hmm. Money
0: Fig, Instagram, all that, same thing, you know. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Lone yeah. Money Fig. Well, that's super dope. Man, this was another fantastic podcast. Um, We got a whole lot more content, questions, and, and submissions we didn't get to, I know that. Just because of the ones I damn got. But look, man, you can uh, reach us, uh, I Say Podcast, all one word, on Facebook and Instagram. Reach out to us, send us your music, send us your submissions, your topics. Email all of that shit to i podcast at gmail.com if you opt not to send us a direct message. Man, for music, send that shit to me. I want topics too. Send it to book, b double DJ Rain at com. I said that if y'all send me a topic, I would give a cash shop out. You sons of bitches sent me no, no, no topics. God, so I can just me. go ahead and lie and say I would have gave you bastards $500. But you motherfuckers <laughs> can't prove me wrong because you ain't sending me shit. So send me one. I, I can't even guarantee I'll do the cash app next week. I'll be surprised <laughs> if I if I get one. I might goddamn send you 37 cents. Might not
1: be up. It might not,
0: you hey, it it might not happen. Raise. You should fuck with a nigga when a nigga got the motherfucking money to cash app your motherfucking ass, stranger. <laughs> fuck. So, look, uh, I was about to rant a slush, We done, but look, send your shit to book, Rain at gmail.com. Shout out to the gym complex. Shout murv, Merb, Chuck T, Long Money Fig. Uh, make sure you check his wife's book. The, the, the title is Forgive But Don't Forget. Forgive But Don't Forget. Shout out to Is The Real Truth. And I'm DJ Rain saying uh, I'm still free bitch, <laughs> and we'll see you. <laughs> yeah,
1: damn.